It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Todd Surprise, Kirk Elliott, hanging out with us today in the studio. And uh, I, I asked Kirk to sit in with me today. Uh, at the start of the show, we're going to have uh, Steve Post on here in a little bit. Bob Baker's going to join us as well. We're going to talk about what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum on December 16th. Kirk, um, yesterday, you and I, um, unfortunately, we had to go to Dave Tyson's funeral yesterday. And I just want to say that that was one remarkable turnout yesterday wasn't it bud and i'm not surprised he had no. a lot of friends yeah it was uh it was a great service a lot of people stood up and spoke about dave some of whom i'd never met because he had circles of friends right. outside of racing yeah and uh, a lot of people stood up including ray cunningham and spoke a few words about dave and it was how'd uh, ray it was take a great that service. i didn't stick around for that um how did that go? It was good. Great, great service. Great Ray was a really team. close friend yeah. of uh, of Dave, and it, they got along so well, and they've known each other since they were kids, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. whenever somebody gets up to speak about somebody who's passed, and it's it not gets, easy. It gets you to laugh. That That's always a good right. thing, because uh, there's always a funny side to everybody, and Dave Tyson... He, there were some funny stories being told about Dave, too. And when people laugh and cry at the same time, yeah, uh, that, that was a great service. Kirk, you, you've, you've stood up and spoke at several funerals, haven't you, in your day? Only three. My mom, my dad, and your mom. My mom. That's it. <laughs> God bless you, Kirk Elliott. You asked me to do that for your yep. mom. Yeah. When was that, 2009? 2009. My mom yeah. passed away. Glad to yeah. do it. Yep, yeah, no doubt. So, but anyway, it, it was, was a great turnout, and uh, the room was almost filled up. Yeah, um, uh, such a great uh, uh, Dave was such a good guy, and if you didn't know him personally, you wouldn't know how well of a guy, uh, how good of a guy he was. But he, everybody liked him. Yeah, I was I was amused. Uh, Ray Cunningham is a Kansas guy, so right. You know, he would always uh, poke fun at Dave because he was such a rabid Missouri fan. So right. those two guys were such good friends. And Ray was a Kansas Jayhawk and Dave a Missouri Tiger. But yet they were able to bring yeah. it all together. Racing is what brought it all together right. for those two. You know, it was so funny uh, that we were talking to Ray yesterday on the show. And he was talking about when he parked his car out in front of somebody else's car, um, I can't remember who it was, but they came out and they said, "Who, whose car is this out here with this Jayhawk sticker on it? You remember that story yeah. from Ray yesterday? Yeah. That was pretty good stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's always sad uh, to have, uh, to try to say goodbye to a good, great friend. But. Right. Well, and I, I, I'm so glad that um, that we had him in the studio before his passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something that 
we'll cherish that for a long time, won't we, Kurt? And his mother and son Charlie can hang on to that video as well. Yeah, no doubt. I like the story he had about where he, because he lived so close to Harry S. Truman. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and he, he met Harry S. And Truman. he said he would meet him all the time. He said he would come out to the curb yeah. and he would stand by his fence and Harry would walk by and shake his hand and say, good morning, young man. How are you doing this morning or something like that? And I thought. How cool would that how have been? How cool is that? <laughs> that would be awesome. He was doing his daily walk. His daily walk. People, yeah. inten- if you knew that Harry S. Truman, you know, he, he uh, did not have a lot of security. Yeah. People, the big story was, you know, when he went to the White House to go to the White House, he, him and his wife just jumped in a car and drove. They didn't bring nobody with them or anything. Right. They just rolled on into town. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. So, yeah, that was a good turn. Glad to see there was a good turnout yesterday. All right. Yeah, let's try to get Bob on the phone here there real quick. Uh, You're getting ready to go to Indy. I am. I'm going to head down to the PRI show as soon as the show's over. I'm going to pick up Scotty Cook. Uh, in Illinois, he's going to... Uh, Scotty's riding with you. He's going to ride down there with me, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Like old times, um, Scotty and I traveled many and many miles together. Probably about 500,000 miles, Scotty and I traveled together. You get together. to do it again. The yeah. Scotty and Scott Show. The Scott and Scotty Show. The Scott and Scotty Show, the yeah. other way around. That was it, yeah. So, um, it was good. Um, I can't wait to hang out with him. We always have a good time running down the road. You know what I'm going to do, Kirk, when I go through Columbia, Missouri? I'm going to stop in and I'm going to get me some White Castle. Do you like White Castle? I remember a White Castle right by Indianapolis Motor Speedway. When we went to the 500 back in the 70s, Right. there was a White Castle near there, and we always hit that. That's the only White Castle I've ever been to. I'm not sure it's still... They're close to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but right. it was back in the 70s and early 80s when we went out there. Yeah. So we got him online. Ready? All right. Let's let's uh, let's go to the phone here real quick. And we thought we'd bring on Bob Baker to talk about the Hall of Fame Friday that's going to be happening on December 16th. Bob, how you doing? Bob, are you there? The postman, in it. I can't hear. Is it Bob? Um, he can't hear us, he says. Let me try one more time. All right. Hey, Scott, I can't hear you at all. I don't know if you can hear me. Um, I, I, I can hear you, Bob, but you can't hear me. You're um, very, very light, very weak. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring that volume up there a little bit, Todd. Um, uh, can you hear me now, Bob? Yeah, that's a lot better. Thank you. All right. Uh, we wanted to check in with you. Uh, the press release came out today about the Hall of Fame uh, Friday that you're going to have on December 16th. That's a big day for you up there at the Hall of Fame, isn't it? Yes, Hall of Fame Friday is something new for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different with announcing our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees. And this year, we're going to announce them next Friday on the 16th at 10 o'clock on our Facebook Live page so that people across the country will all learn at the same time who our new inductees are for this year. And in addition to our inductees, we'll be announcing our Sprint Car Pull Award recipients for the 410 Sprint Cars, the 360 Sprint Cars, and the non-wing Sprint Cars. And then after we're finished with that, we're going to do the drawing for our 2022 Raffle Sprint Car, the brand new XXX chassis with the Moyle Racing Engine 410. Yeah. It's all ready to go, so we're going to give that away next Friday at the same time. So 
we wanted to do something where people could learn all this information at one time and find out who the winner of the raffle sprint car was and uh, get the information, you know, right away across the country. So we thought our Facebook Live page would be the best way to do that. Right. You know, uh, Kirk and I are lucky enough to say that we won the uh, North American Sprint Car Poll Award in 2009. Wasn't that the year that we won it, Kirk? I think it was, 2009? Yes, I believe uh, and, and that is such an honor to anybody that's in um, the media. Uh, it, it's it's such a great honor. And I know that Kirk and I are more proud of that award than anything that we've ever won. Um, talk about uh, the, the North American Sprint Car Poll Awards that will be announced and the driver of the year, rookie of the year, manufacturer of the year, promoter of the year, media member of the year, uh, wild card awards. Uh, just talk about that a little bit. Well, the, the sprint car poll awards are, are very important, not just to the recipients like you and Kirk, are very, but also to the industry as a whole, because it's the builders, the manufacturers, the promoters, the sanctioning officials, sanctioning body groups that vote on that. So it's it's voted on by everyone's peers in the industry. It's not a popularity contest. That It's not voted on by the fans or anything like that. These are the people that really know the guts and the working and everything that goes into the positions, whether you're a driver or a media member or a racetrack operator or, you know, anybody involved in the sport that's really made a difference and an impact that last year. Uh, so the people that, like yourself that have won the award have told us the same thing, Scott, that it means a lot to them because it's voted on by their peers inside the industry. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Bob, uh, it's about that time to give away the Triple uh, X chassis with the mole engine. Um, just talk about that car and how, how successful has that uh, sprint car been for the Hall of Fame this year? Well, this car that we've got is number 14. It's got a number 14 on it. And the reason is because it will be the 14th car that we've given away. Uh, we give a car away every other year. A lot of people think we give a car away every year, but it's every other year that we give a car away. And so for 28 years, it's been a great fundraiser for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And as you guys probably know and talk about on your show, the parts are just getting harder and harder to get. Uh, if you can get the parts, they're hard to get. A lot, of the, a lot of the parts builders, the manufacturers, can't get the materials to build the parts. So it's getting tougher and tougher to get the parts to build the, the raffle sprint car and the engines that go inside the cars also. Uh, the engine parts are, seem to be the toughest to get right now, but it's been a great fundraiser for our museum. And this car has been very successful. In the past, we printed 10,000 tickets for each of our raffle sprint car programs. And the last couple of years, last four years, we sold out of tickets before we got to the final end of the contest. So this year we printed 15,000 tickets to give more people a chance to win the raffle sprint car. And I think we're sitting right at about 12,000 tickets that we've sold. So mm. we've sold 2,000 more tickets than we have in the past right now. And we still have over a week to go until we give the car away next Friday, December 16th. And I think part of the success of that has been the Internet because people can go to rafflesprintcar.com and they can enter right online to win the car. They don't have to go to the races. In the past, we took the cars. We still do across the country. It goes to Skagit, Washington for the Dirt Cup, to Eldora Speedway for the Kings Royal and other races. It goes out to Pennsylvania, to Williams Grove Speedway for the National Open. Of course, we have it in Knoxville for the Knoxville Nationals every year. But 
besides being across the country and at trade shows like PRI in Indianapolis this weekend and at the Dome for the indoor races last weekend, people could purchase the tickets, like I said, online. And I think that's led to the success of us selling more tickets right now than we have in the past. Again, you can buy those raffle tickets at SprintCarRaffle.com. We've been talking about it all year long right here on Mostly Motorsports. Um, how about the new Corvette? Is the response to the new Corvette, the 2023 Z06 with the Z07 performance package, it's a pearl white Metallica tri-coat color. Um, it makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 motor. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds and 8-speed automatic. How's the response been for the new Corvette? The new the response for the new Corvette has been very, very good, Scott. I'm glad you mentioned that. We check every week to see where we're doing compared to the last year, and we're well ahead of the donations on this Corvette. And this seems like it's going to be the hardest Corvette for us to get. It's, it's a high-demand car. You know, we say the Z07 performance package. What that means is it's going to have larger tires, larger wheels, larger brakes, and an aerodynamic package underneath the car and on the side of the car. So it's, it's more like a race car than any Corvette they've ever produced in the past. Uh, they've had Ron Fellows drive it, and it's been to the Nuremberg, you know, in Germany to do testing. It's a, it's a very, like the, the racers say, it's a race car that you can drive on the street. Yep. So it's a, it's a very high-in-demand car, and because of that, we've done very well with it. I think we're right now at about $60,000 ahead of where we were on the same day last year with the IMSA GTLM Championship Corvette we gave away in August this year. Yeah. Will people be able to buy a raffle ticket um, at the PRI show for the Corvette as well? Yes, yes. On the Corvette, all you have to do is go to winaz06corvette.com, and you can visit us at the booth at PRI. We're going to be in booth number 3526. So come by and say hi. You can purchase both the raffle sprint car tickets and also enter the Corvette sweepstakes. The Corvette sweepstakes is really geared more towards an online audience, but you can come by the booth and we can walk you through it, or you can pick up a paper and do it at home if you like to you know, do it the old-fashioned way on the phone. <laughs> right. Um, and, again, if you want to call in, if you're not comfortable, you can always call the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum at 641-842-6176. Again, that's 641-842-6176. Or you can do it online at winaz06corvette.com. Bob, we want to thank you for taking the time to join us. We wanted to get the word out there. Um, this is going to be a big day on December 16th. It really is. We're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a live feed with myself and a cameraman and the rest of our staff at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So we're going to walk around as we do this and give people a little bit of a sneak peek inside the museum with Christmas time. You know, we'll take people up to our second floor for the announcement of our new National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees, and then we'll do the raffle sprint car drawing and the pole awards inside the museum itself. So it should be a fun time for the people watching, and it's definitely going to be fun for us to make the announcements and come away with a new winner for the raffle sprint car. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. I'll see you down at the PRI show. I know you're on your way down there right now. Uh, I'll be leaving as soon as the show is over. And uh, we want to thank you for taking the time to join us here on Mostly Motorsports, Bob. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for inviting us on the show. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at PRI. All right. We'll see you then. There you have it. Bob right. Baker joining us here on Mostly Motorsports. We're going to take a quick break. 
we're kind of in a rush. Steve Post just uh, sent me a text saying that we need to get going as quickly as possible. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, more Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. 
We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back. It's Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer. And he's Kirk Elliott. Kirk Elliott, how you doing, bud? Not too bad. You're going to be talking to the postman here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to be talking to him here in just a little bit. Um, Kirk, did you see the press release about Husets increasing their pay to 5000 a win? Yeah, on their weekly uh, 410 shows. Yeah. Uh, not surprised about that. 410 racing is very popular on Sunday nights at Houston Speedway. They draw good crowds up there, so it would stand to reason they would bump up the pay for their weekly Sunday night races. You know, uh, the total purse for the night up there is $35,000. That's a lot of money. Yep. Now, let me ask you this, Kurt. Do you feel uh, it, 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 there's a lot of great promoters out there around the country right now, right? But Todd Quaring's got to be one of the best in the business, isn't he? No doubt about it, uh, especially when you uh, see how much money he's going to be putting up for the June High Bank Nationals with $250,000 to win. He's acquired the Silver Dollar Nationals that the Kosiskis used to run at I-80 Speedway. That's now going to be at Houston Speedway in July. That pays $53,000 to win. Those are t two of the premier short track events in the country. One late model, one sprint car. He's got those events. Got the Jackson Nationals in August. Right. You know, how, how, how many can promoters you argue? are there out there that yeah. stage that many big events, plus all the weekly racing they do during the year? It, it, is it because of the amount of money that he puts up? Is that what? Listen, he, he bought Husets. He brought that thing back to life, right? Uh, and I think the Silver Dollar Nationals is going to be, dare I say this, and this is no disrespect to the Kasiskis, but I'm not so sure that that late model race might not be better at Houston's. Would you agree with me on well, that? I'm or not sure about that yet. We'll see. Uh, Houston Speedway has not hosted a lot of late model events. That's been pretty much sprint car country up there. Right. I-80 Speedway was a great site for that late model event. The Kosiskis were big late model people. They put a lot of passion into that late model event. Right. And there's a lot of big late model fans in and around the Omaha-Lincoln area. I'm not sure about that up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, what that will be like. I think they'll make it work up there, but I'm not ready to say that that's going to be as good as where it was at I-80 Speedway. Yeah. Not yet. Well, I, I'm going to, I, I, I got to say that I think because of the size of the racetrack, it's going to be treacherous, a little more treacherous than running on that big yeah. half mile, high banked half mile racetrack at I-80. I think that you're going to see a, uh, 
quite a few. Um, I think it, it's going to be rough and rugged. There's going to be a lot of body work done to those cars, <laughs> more so than when it was at I-80 Speedway, which is a much bigger racetrack. Right. Uh, that, that's going to be a bull ring for those late model guys up there at Houston Speedway. They had that test run up there, that event right before last year's Silver Dollar Nationals, uh, because they just haven't run late models on that track very often. Yeah. And I thought it worked pretty well. I did, too. Uh, but it made me a little bit excited about yeah. what uh, about the yeah. future of that racetrack and some late model racing up there. Yeah, it's going to be different for sure. That's certainly a big enough facility to stage a big event like that. No right. question about that. But it's going to be different than what we saw at I-80 Speedway. Right. Um, the champion um, for the sprint car, the 410 sprint car division up there, is going to pay $12,000 to win that's a pretty good amount of money for a, a local um, racetrack. And, and then it's going to pay 8000 for second. And third place is going to pay $6,000. That's a lot of money. For the points at the end of the for year. For the points at the end of the year. Yeah, that's uh, – and, and, again, they draw good crowds on Sunday nights right. up there. That is one of the best weekly sprint car shows in the Midwest outside of Knoxville. It's Houston Speedway. So, right. uh there's a lot of passionate sprint car fans in and around the Sioux Falls area that uh, love coming out to that track on a Sunday night. So I think it's even going to draw more guys to want to run there on a weekly basis now that they've raised that purse up there. Mm. Uh, Frog was just mentioning, did you see where Speed Sport is stopped printing the magazine? It will be an email weekly. That's That's getting pretty common, though, isn't it, Kurt? Yeah. Yeah, Speed Sport News used to be the Bible of motor racing when Chris Economaki founded and ran that paper for all those years. That was the only way you got racing news. That and Hawkeye Racing News on Thursdays in the mail was the only way you knew what was going on in the world of racing. But it, now with the Internet. It, it was like we waited around our mailbox on Thursday yeah. to get the, the National Speed Sport News and the Hawkeye Racing News, right? We couldn't wait to get those papers right. to find out what went on the previous week. Yeah. Think about that, young people that uh, grew up when the Internet was already here. Before the Internet, that's how you got your news. Right. No doubt. Speed Sport and Hawkeye Racing News. Kirk, you know what I used to like about the Hawkeye Racing News? I used to love reading the ads in the back of yeah. where race cars were for sale, right. racetracks were for sale, whatnot. I always enjoyed reading that back page. And the display ads of right. all the upcoming races at the different racetracks. Uh, used to used to love that. Yeah, if you're like me... We read it from cover to cover. Didn't miss a word. Read all the columns. Right. Read it all. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Blake, he chimed in. He said, even more body work if the front stretch gate, gate opens like it did with the Outlaw show yeah. this year. <laughs> well, we remember that. That wasn't good, was it? That's a dangerous situation when that front spectator gate opens to the grandstand. Yeah. That was a bad deal, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember back just exactly who it was that hit that. Was it? Wasn't I'm trying it, to remember. Was it Brad Sweet? Who was it that hit the gate back there? I just remember the gate open, and I can't remember who right. it was that got involved with that. 
Right. That was at the High Bank Nationals, was it not? Right. Um, Billy, he's chiming in. He said that uh, I miss getting the Speed Sport and Mid-America Auto Racing News Weekly. I remember that paper. I didn't take that paper, but I, I remember reading it on occasion. Yeah. But around here, Hawkeye and Speed Sport were the two big ones. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Kirk, there's a uh, the Chili Bowl come up with a brand new website. Did you see that? I saw that. Revamp. What do you think website. of that? Did you yeah, take a look good. at it? It's got the countdown clock on there to when the Chili Bowl starts. Oh, it was David January Gravel 9th. that hit the gate. That, that's right. That was it. <laughs> he hasn't forgot about he that. He hit it while leading. That's right. All right. That was a bad deal for David Gravel. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they got the countdown clock up there. 32 days, 4 hours, 30 minutes, and 20 seconds to the uh, first night of the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Midget Nationals. 30, 32, it, it says 32 days, 4 hours, 30 minutes, and 8 seconds. I can't wait. Are you are, are you excited about this year's Chili Bowl? I am. Yeah. I love, Last year, I think I enjoyed it more than I have in probably well, there's a reason for that. 17 years, we're not stressed out trying to do the broadcast. It, you know, we just hung out last year. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Go well, ahead, Todd. I was just going to say, I just had a, my physical was two days ago. Yeah. And my doctor asked me about, well, we don't normally do your physical in December. We usually do it in October. I said, yeah, it's, things have changed now. You know, I'd like to do them at the end of the year. And, and then, right. and she said, is what has changed i said well we don't we don't do this pay-per-view i'm not in oklahoma and she's like, oh yeah she goes how's that work and i go i'm a, she took my blood pressure and she said you have your blood pressure is exactly perfect like i've never seen perfect blood pressure this perfect on someone this many times and i go well you know what because i'm not stressed i'm not going to the chili bowl this week it's this is the week we be dragging cable man this is it this is the week we head down start to unload those trailers and I, 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 I'll say this. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was just stressful. It's all yeah. Well, for me and Kirk, that was the most stressful thing that we did for, for those 16 years, wasn't yeah, it, Kirk? Absolutely, because our whole year rode on those uh, weeks down there. Right. So it, That's how we made our money for the year, <laughs> didn't right. we? Huh? It was great. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So, um... Uh, my speed sport was late. Postal inspector told me that one of the mailman was reading it when he sent it to me. <laughs> How about that? How about a mailman reading your newspaper before he gets yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I have heard of that on other people, with guitar people, too. Read, reading the guitar. Reading a guitar. You know, Todd, he's a pretty good guitar player. I don't know if people know that or not, but. Todd can play some pretty good Van Halen. Have you ever listened to him play the guitar, Kurt? I have. Yeah. He's pretty He's good, good at it. Yeah. He's, right. he, likes to, he likes to pick on the guitar. Yeah. Pick and grin. All right. Let's, uh, we do have the postman. We got the postman. Let's go to him right now. Steve Post joins us on the show. Um, the host of Wing Nation and the lead pit reporter for MRN. Steve, how you doing? I am uh, well, just here in Indianapolis, getting ready for the PRI trade show, and uh, everything is good, Scott. Well, I am getting ready to head down to the PRI show as soon as the show is over today. 
I'm going to be picking up Scotty Cook on in Illinois, and he's going to ride in with me. Uh, it's going to be like old times, me and Scotty traveling up and down the road. Boy, I'm telling you what, though, I'll have to warn the authorities that Scotty <laughs> Cook is coming to town. That might be the only thing we need to do. Right, right, Steve. Uh, <laughs> so you're down there. What you you had a luncheon today? How'd that go? Um, actually, just grabbed a. <clears throat> grabbed a quick lunch. We've got a dinner tonight with the racing electronics folks and people like that. So I just grabbed some lunch, just really arrived and uh, have been just uh, perpetually about 10 minutes late on everything today, getting around here. But um, everything is good. The uh, trade show looks like it's all rolling along. Uh, I looked over and there's all the, all the stuff being unloaded and in there. I've seen some pictures of certain displays getting put together. So it uh, looks, like, uh, looks like we're going to have a good one here that all starts tomorrow morning. Yeah, Tony Stewart's going to kick off the PRI show, right? Yeah, Tony Stewart uh, going to hold court uh, in the uh, breakfast. They always have a they always have a neat breakfast in the morning. It's uh, I mean one year I remember they had Roger Penske. I know they had Dave right. Despain do it one time, and they're going to be neat. See Tony Stewart uh, doing the breakfast and uh, get things started off. And then once uh, once the nine o'clock uh, once the nine o'clock bell rings, it's uh, business on on the floor of the trade show. So uh, this is this is really just a really really neat couple of days. It's. Uh, it's it, it's a lot of fun, a lot of chance to catch up with some folks and and uh, maybe maybe conduct uh, conduct a little business while we're here. Right, you, you know, it, it, it's a social gathering as well, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, I mean that's what a lot of it is. I mean tonight right. um, I'm going to uh, going to dinner with my uh, my racing electronics friends tomorrow night. Um, I traditionally do uh, dinner with uh, with uh, Terry Gray and a bunch of the Memphis Sprint Car folks, and uh, right. I'm not sure that that's happening. But I've got some friends from North Carolina, some modified friends that said, "Well, if your deal over there doesn't work, uh, we're going to be here." And uh, but it is—it's a very, um, very social thing. I, you know, the trade show—the trade show itself runs from nine to five, and at five o'clock they just throw you out. I mean, it's right. not a matter of lingering around. I mean, at four forty-five they start flickering the lights, and, and you're out. So, uh, and and Indy is such a wonderful town. There's so many great restaurants and bars and breweries and everything here. That uh, that it just really lends itself to a lot of social time, a lot of catching up with folks. I, I actually I actually was uh, arrived at the airport at Charlotte. My flight was at uh, let me see, my flight was at seven twenty this morning, and uh, and arrived in, um, or at nine twenty this morning. My flight was and arrived, and you you run into people that you saw last year on this flight. So right. it's uh, it's there, there's very much a reunion impact or effect of this as well. Well, I will be driving 519 miles today. Ay ay ay. Yeah. So Man, oh man. We'll probably get have, some windshield time. We'll probably have to get that beer tomorrow night. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Well, yeah. we can we can we can we can work on that and they have plenty of them around here, so I think we'll be all right. Steve, what is this uh what does uh the PRI show mean to MRN and, and how important is the PRI show to, to, to well, that company? It's, it's really interesting. When you look at MRN as a whole, it wasn't something they were all that involved with until wing nation came along when, when we started to get into the grass, grassroots of it. And uh, I actually came up with the idea of seven years ago, probably now to kind of come up here and see if I can develop some partnerships 
and uh, we, we we did well. We developed a number of partnerships with some some sponsors that are still part of our show. Hefner Racing Products has been good for years. We had Lucas Oil, ASCS National Tour. I always met with Emmett and Brian here, and uh, and everybody. And a National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum has always been a partner of ours as well, as it is with yours. And I know you just had Bob on. Right. Um, so it was it was get acquainted. Well, as things have evolved, it's it's almost like this thing has really evolved. And my my role here this weekend is significantly different. Um, MRN has um, has gone through some changes, and we are now sister companies with Racing Electronics. Of course, the mm-hmm. folks that do the scanners and all the radio for all the teams and everything. And as we've picked, kicked around, Racing Electronics has a huge presence here, a great display here. And they wanted to do something to to um, to liven up their booth, to, to bring something to it. So I'm going to spend most of the day tomorrow, Thursday, and or Thursday and Friday, most of the day tomorrow and Friday, going to be um, conducting interviews. And we have everybody from drag racers to late model stock drivers to sprint car drivers and everyone in between. And uh, <coughs> just drop by the RE booth. And uh, do an interview. So we're uh, looking forward to looking forward to that and what that's going to do. That's going to live and, and be presented on the race electronic social media, but also on MRN social media as well. So, you know, we're looking at MRN social media in the month of December is going to have a huge, huge dump of content starting tomorrow morning. And uh, I think that I, I think that's very important to them. We live in a we live in a society where our NASCAR stuff, where our bread and butter is, has has shut down and, and we still produce our NASCAR live program and our daily shows. But um, but there's nothing really original or new going on. Uh, but there will be uh, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. And uh, I think it's uh, I think it's very valuable for MRN. And they believe in the value of it as well. Them and, and Racing Electronics are our sister company. Yeah, um, you did that last year, didn't you? Didn't you do the same thing last year down there in the the race and electronics yeah. booth? Yeah, we did it last year. We we uh, we actually recorded the interviews and then we we um, we we started playing them back. We we took them back to Charlotte and played them all back the the next week. And we just realized that um, the live in the moment is better now. So. Uh, internet is always a little questionable here in the in the Indiana right. Convention Center. So we've got uh, Plan A and Plan B that if we can stream them live, we're going to stream them live. If not, we've got breaks built in. And my uh, my social media uh, uh, cohort Morgan with uh, Racing Electronics, she's going to hustle back to the hotel and uh, and and distribute them. So, uh, but we've we we found that you know or we're, the, the game plan is is that starting sometime tomorrow morning we're going to have either live or look live uh, cut-ins to the RE booth all uh, all weekend long. Yeah. Hey, did you get a chance to watch the Gateway Dirt Nationals? I watched just a little bit of it. I saw a lot of the drama on Friday night yeah. between Hudson um, Hudson um, O'Neill and uh, Carpenter, Tyler Carpenter. I saw a bunch of that. And then uh, I watched <laughs> the highlights from, from Saturday night. And um, that is that is just a wild one. I think that's... I think that's one of those races, Scott, that I need to go check out. It just seems like it's a it's a fun event, and then and then you throw Kenny Wallace doing a Ric Flair impersonation on the roof of the car right. in there. Um, it just it, it seems like that they're they they've got this thing geared up uh, where they're not um, maybe not taking themselves so serious. They know that this is about beating and banging. They know this is about putting on a show for the fans, and I, I think they've. I, I, it looks like a great event, and so. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. Um, I, I thought it was good, and 
you know, I mean, Bobby Pierce obviously thought it was good because he came out of there with a the big check as far as the late model race goes. Yeah, no doubt about it. It was a damn good race. The track was a little rugged, though. Yeah, I saw some of the highlights, and it looked it looked a little rough. And I, I was watching, uh, you know, actually um, kind of first picked up on it a little bit in the in the B main and the modifieds when Kenny Wallace uh, was able to get the lead, and it's because of the rough track, he was able to navigate the rough rough spots a little bit quicker than than the guy that he passed for the win on that one. And then, yeah, it was a it was a cowboy up racetrack, and um, you know, uh, but I think that's I think that's fascinating to me because. Um, if you if 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 you gave a cowboy up racetrack uh, at the at the um, World 100 or the Prairie Dirt Classic or one of the you know the Firecracker 100 at Lernerville, um, I, I think there's a lot of angst and a lot of um, um, you know there's there I, I think those races are taken so seriously and I think that you come to that dome with the expectation of anything is possible, including the cowboy up racetrack, and I think it's just kind of accepted there, tolerated there, um, maybe not expected there, but you know that that could certainly be the way things turned out, and they seem to just be able to work through the holes pretty well. Hey, Steve, this Kirk. Did you watch the Snowball Derby? I watched a little bit of the Snowball Derby. I followed along more on social. I was out at a local track in uh, in North Carolina, followed along on social, and just so happy for Derek Thorne. had a chance to talk with him down there a couple of years ago, and he has been the dominant car at this race and and as is always the case with the snowball, or is uh, traditionally, or a lot of times the case with the snowball, it's it's a matter of not taking yourself out. And when you look at uh, Ty Majeski had a dust up with Eric Jones that had a problem, and Josh Berry had a problem, and a lot of the top drivers. And that race is, I mean, it's a performance based race. You know, and Derek Thorne has led a ton of laps in that race the last few years. Right. It's certainly performance based, but there's a survival part of it it's an old worn out racetrack and so you you've got to survive it you've got to survive the carnage and uh kudos to Derek Thorne and I was not aware totally of the story uh but I think it's uh, it's it's really neat that his team owners uh have have determined that they were retiring uh this was going to be their last race together and um so it was uh, a, a great retirement for his team owners as well and I think they gave Derek the car and everything else, and just like uh, you're good luck, you're on your own. But we're gonna we're gonna ride off into the sunset here. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty neat. And uh, and Derek's just a he's a really good racer from out in California. He does a driving school out there at Madeira Speedway, and he's just a but but you know he's a, like a lot of these guys. You know Scott Kirk. He's a lot of these guys. He's he's into his thirties now. You know, you have all these dreams and everything right. like that, but he's but he's trying to through driving schools and everything else, trying to find a way to put food on the table, but yet still dipping your toes into the water of racing. And uh, he's he's like a lot of others, just trying to find that uh, trying to find that balance of the whole of the whole thing with the family and the driving school and getting the chance to race. But uh, boy, I'll tell you what, to win that snowball derby, that is uh, that is that that is a highlight for sure. Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, that uh, Ty Majeski got up on top of Eric Jones' Eric Jones. car and tore the whole body oh off God. of that thing. No, it was like. The only thing I could equate it to is when I was a kid, they had these these smash up derby cars. Right. And if you hit them nose to nose, there was a little button, and it caused the car, like the doors, to fly off, the truck to fly off. <laughs> and it was like when he got on. I mean, it just I could not believe the way it tore that car apart. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. And, and really, and and listening to the coverage, watching the coverage, and even even the assessment from Ty and from Eric. 
it was like he he must have just hit at the right spot and you know bodies are bodies are sprung on there they're they're tightened up and everything is everything is tightened up and he must have just hit the perfect spot with the seams and all of the fasteners and everything that it just caused it to to, to blow apart like that, but I have never seen anything like that. I I couldn't believe it. I, I actually saw the car first, and I thought, "What in the world did Jones right. do with the car?" You know. And then I saw the replay, and I'm like, "Well, wow, that's really weird." I mean, it was just it was it was weird the way that car blew apart for sure. It, it cleaned it off from the the back glass all the way to the back. That was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw it, I'm like, he backed it in the wall, except for it wasn't smushed in. Right. You know, but um, but when you clean a car from the back glass out, you 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 likely backed it into the wall. But I was like, where did it all go? And then I um and then I was then I saw the replay of it. And I saw the replay of it, and man, he just that just blew that car right apart. It was unreal. The only thing that I've ever seen anything like that would have been Michael Waltrip's. Uh, accident at bristol or mike carmen's accident at bristol those yeah those are the only two like that that they the impact kind of caused the car to explode like that you're right those are two other ones that just look like that when they hit those uh, openings at bristol i mean gosh it was just it was just weird it was just just strange yeah well it was a dominating performance by Derek thorne but everybody was nervous in those last overtime laps especially the last restart you know, the Derek Thorne crew, was they were really nervous, and I'm sure Thorne was too, but he didn't act like it. But that last restart was the most nervous of them all, but he was able to pull away every time. Right, no doubt. Yeah, because he said he's, he's been the dominant car. <laughs> he's been the dominant car the last two or three years. He's led right. the most laps in the last two or three years. So they've kind of seen this before. You know, I mean, dominate the race and have it get away at the end. And uh, this time it didn't get away, and that was good for him, that's for sure. Hey, did you see where uh, National Speed Sport News is not going to no longer send uh, uh, is going to have a magazine anymore? They're going to just do it on online. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, and I hate that. Although I understand it totally. Yeah. Um, I am a racing trade paper guy. I mean, my started in this writing for a paper out of Syracuse, New York, called Gator Racing News. And I love racing trade papers. I love mm-hmm. magazines, but I really love racing trade papers. And to my knowledge now, the, 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 as far as a weekly trade, and, and Speedsport hasn't been weekly for years, right. but to my knowledge, Area Auto Racing News from up in New Jersey, Lenny Salmon's production is probably the last survivor of racing trade magazines uh, or newspapers. And I understand it. I understand the production costs. I understand that, you know, digital versus Digital versus print. I mean, I see it with my daily newspaper. Right. I, we're going through the same thing with my the, the Independent Tribune in Concord, North Carolina. I love a physical newspaper. Um, th- their big problem is they can't find anyone to deliver the darn things. I subscribe to it, and yeah. I get about one a week, you know, because they can't find delivery. Well, you take a racing publication like a Speed Sport or the, the, the Survivor, if you will, Area Auto, your, your, your production cost, your paper cost, your timeliness of it, your distribution, relying on the U.S. Postal Service. I mean, it's just I understand it. Um, I don't like it, but I understand it. And what a run, Speed Sport, with Chris Economaki for all those years. And then and then ultimately Ralph Shaheen took it over. And Joe Tripp and those guys have done a really nice job keeping the magazine going. But 
I, I can't say that I'm surprised. I'm disappointed, but that's selfishly disappointed. I think I understand kind of a little bit about the nature of it, and it's just uh, to, to, to do a physical paper anymore, a physical magazine anymore, is very expensive. I, I, I hate to use this phrase, but I would bet money that Chris Konamaki is rolling in his grave right now. I agree with that, too. Yeah. Because I think, and, and I'll be honest with you, I am, uh, and I mentioned, and the Area Auto Racing News is a great paper out of uh, New Jersey. They cover the Northeast really, really well. And and Lenny Sammons, Lenny Sammons is not Chris Economaki. Okay, he's not Chris. Right. We understand that Chris is the the dean of motorsports journalists. I get that, mm-hmm. but Lenny is sort of cut from the same cloth. And I've talked to him about this. Lenny does the indoor races that I'll do in Allentown, the TQ races I'll do in Allentown, Atlantic City. And Lenny and I like to get together for a cocktail or six or eight after the races. <laughs> and one time we were talking about it. I said, "How long do you how long do you see this thing going?" I mean, they have a digital where you can get the paper digitally on Monday, uh, Monday night, I think it is. You can get it downloaded digitally on Monday night, or you can wait and get it in the mail. And he said, I- ironically, the mail subscription service is still pretty good, and the subscriber base is still really good. Uh, he's planning for, and he's got the digital option, and there's certainly a lot of people that like the digital option, but he's, um, but, but he's also a stalwart in in having the physical paper, and I, I don't know. I kind of got the sense from Lenny that it'll be around for some time. But, again, you see all of this, you hear all of this, you see it with local newspapers as well. You're just like, how, does, how is this going to work? But, uh, I, but I agree with you because Chris, is, Chris Kotomecki was cut from that same cloth, and I agree with you on that. I think, uh, I think um, you know, I mean, I think because his, his, his baby now is, is no longer in the physical form. All right. Um, Steve, we want to thank you so much. Your appearance is brought to you by Sage Fruit, and we want to thank those guys for allowing you to come over here and be a part of the show each and every week. Uh, we thank you so much for doing that. It's been a great year, and we can't thank you enough for joining us on the show every Wednesday, man. We really appreciate it. It's been a blast. It really has. I've enjoyed it all year long. When you think about the the journeys and the stories with 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 everything NASCAR, with everything sprint cars, and yeah. with all the other stuff we've talked about, it's uh, it's it's been amazing. It's really really been a fun time. That's for sure. All right, Steve. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow, Scott. All right. See you then. There you have it, Steve Post joining us. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll wrap up the show in just a moment. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. 
Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Coffee Store. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. So you'll be walking around the, uh, the convention center at Indianapolis while this show is on the air tomorrow. Yeah. So I'll be sitting in your chair. You'll be sitting here, and I'll, I might... 
zoom in so people can see what's going on. From the PRI show. From the PRI show. That's cool. That would be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if the internet's gonna be good enough in there to zoom in. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, We're not to, sure if that's gonna we'll work. Well if not, you can call in. Right. We've always got the landline. We've got the phone. Your phone would work in there. My I don't know. It might. It might not. Yeah, yeah, sometimes a little sketchy in some of those. You know what I like about Indy is how they have all the areas that are connected. So you, when it's cold down there, like you can go from build certain built, like some places are connected. So building to building is connected. Right. That way you're not out in the elements, you know, and that that's a huge plus when it becomes really cold down there. That wind really whips around there. You know, my I was there with my mom when she was getting a lot of her treatments was up in Indianapolis and so we went there a couple times and I was impressed on how you were able to get from one building to the next building all in like a little concourse area, you know, that was kind of cool. So I enjoy that little part of town. It's always pretty neat. I think that you'll uh I haven't seen the weather for this week. I think you'll be fine for this week though. Well, Down, downtown Indianapolis is a great place it's to cold. have an event like that. It's cold. Yeah, just not fun when it's cold. I it's just... not. Co- it's not good. And I, I, my, my motel room's about ten or fifteen miles away from the PRI show. They got a big area where you, where you can park and get in and get out. Do they not? Oh, they do. They got a big parking lot. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'd like to get down there and get some people involved in the show if they'd uh, so feel like to get involved in the show and again uh, it looks like um we're probably going to trim the show back to one day a week right kurt um again i i don't think people i don't think people really understand about how hard it is to do six days a week well i you know i was trying to retire but uh, if it's one day a week that's not really that's not really hard. And work. you're going to be a part of the show yeah, at can, one day a week, I can do right? That. I just didn't I didn't want to do it every day. Right. And then, and then we'll we'll probably replay the one day a week show on Saturday, right? There you go. Yeah. That way we can uh, if we want to head out of town for a weekend of racing somewhere, we can finally do it. Right. You you've done it forever. I haven't been able to do it. Well, you know, um uh, Tammy, I know. I she said she hates to hear that, Scott, but fully understand. It, it I don't think people understand how much effort it takes to do six days a week. Yeah, we don't. That's that's a that's a big commitment. We're not young thirty something yeah. guys either. Twenties and thirty something. We're are way in, past that right now. We're Kirk and I are in our sixties. I'm at the age now where you guys, Kirk, was almost at, or you were at when I hired when I started working with you. So, Tammy, let me ask you: Will you still listen to us even if we go to one day a week? It'll be a longer show too. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a two hour show. Like you said, we'll and we'll. Uh, uh, you know what? It, it might be longer than that. You never know. With we might guess. just we yeah. might just go on and just go until we run out of gas. Yeah. Right. But it's one of those deals where that's how podcasts are. You you get what you come on, you get everything, and as little or as long as it needs to be. Right. Type of thing. You know, yeah. it's that's what's kind of cool. You're not pigeonholed by a time clock on anything. It's like. You have as little as long time as you want on this. Man, this I, that, type of that thing. makes me feel so. Yeah, good. you're not committed to a full hour or two hours or whatever. You just it's organic. Tammy, as long as you want. You are one of our 
favorite listeners, and uh, we we can't thank you enough. She said your little fans will support you. We appreciate it. Yeah. So, Tammy, and she has just been one of our great listeners, her and Marie and everybody that just that get on here, Chris Yance, and, and just, just so many people get on there. It's just uh, we feel pretty blessed, really, to be honest with you. I feel blessed anyway. Yeah. To be able to do what we've done. I uh, Kirk has been with me for 22 years. I've been doing – uh, radio since 96, I was on with Randy Miller. Do you remember Randy Miller? I sure do. Yeah. I was on with Randy Miller for a couple of years doing some, uh, some radio with him. So this I've been on air for about town. 25 years, about 25 years. You've been on there. How many years, Kurt? Well, I started doing a, uh, radio, radio show? show covering racing in Kansas city in 1989 uh, but before that, I was in radio from back in the 70s. I worked full-time in radio from 79 through 85, and then I moved to Kansas City, got into the hotel business, started doing a show covering racing at another radio station. And all you talked about was NASCAR, right? Yeah. And it was sponsored by Western Auto, which was Daryl Waltrip's old sponsor back then. Right, Western Auto. And so from 1989 through 95, we did a show. And then I did another show from... You did 19- it with Steve Parker and Mark Morrell, right? Yeah, that was in the late 90s mm-hmm. until I came over to join you in 2000. Right. So, yeah, I've been around a long time, but I'm getting old. Yeah, I'll turn 67 next year. And uh, I want to go be a race fan more. I want to go be a, I just want to go, you know, go to the races, hang out, drink a beer, sit in the stands. Kirk, hold on. Watch the race. First of all, could you even picture Kirk drinking a beer at the racetrack? Well, I've never seen him as a fan. so I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. I've seen him have a beer. Have you ever drank a beer at a racetrack, Kirk? Uh, had one at the Chili Bowl on a Sunday night, but other than yep. that, maybe because it's a I've been every time I've gone to a racetrack, I've been doing something. <laughs> yep, I've been, been working. I've been working. Right. Every time I've gone to a racetrack for the last fifty years, I've <laughs> right. been working. Yeah. I want to go just be a fan for once. Yeah. So that's what I told you a year ago when I was going to retire. Uh, I was going to retire being a race fan. But I just wanted to be a fan. So I wanted to try that out. Well, and, and I think, and again, doing this show six days a week doesn't allow us to get out of this studio. Right. And that's what I think, be honest with you, I, I, I was in envy of Kirk knowing that he's going to be going to a lot of races. And I, I'm sitting here thinking, I've got to sit here in the studio six days a week. Right. Yeah. I want to travel. I want to go to Pennsylvania for a few days. We so got a I... nice motorhome out here. Yeah. yeah. You went from a you a know, life Kirk. Of... We might have to put a new generator in the motorhome if we're going to you keep it. You said that earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's you always went... something. It's always, always something. something. You went from. But a you life... know what? That if we kept that motorhome with a new generator in it, that thing's just it's perfect. It it works out just great for yeah. us, doesn't it? But if I want to go to Eldora Speedway for the King's Royal weekend, we can do right. that. Yeah. And, you know, and then we can come back on 
Monday. That's the day you're kind of looking at to yeah. do a show. We can talk about where we've been. Yeah, we'll still be doing that. That would be fun. We'll still have a show on Saturday mornings on 810, right? I think so. Yeah. We're as long not, as they're still having us over there. As long, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't really want to give up that show that we've done for 22 years. We just might replay it. We might just replay the show that we do on Well, every once Monday. in a while, we can do it live. Well, we do it a few lives when we have the right. events in and town. And if we and want to be gone for a weekend, we can send them the Send them the pre-programmed audio. You, we know a lot of the shows that are on before us are a pre-packaged type of show already. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, no doubt. But, no, it's a, it'll be fun. You came from a, a being on the road so much to actually stopping in your tracks this year. I'm amazed that you're able to, you know, that's that's what you're feeling a lot of right now because you were just in such perpetual motion for so long, right? Nonstop. And, and then all of a sudden you're linked down to this house to one microphone, whereas before, you know, we rarely saw you. You were in, you know, you were gone. Was gone all the time. The and you majority. worked your ass off out on the road. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, you, a couple of years you sold T-shirts in addition to doing the live broadcast. That was tough. That's hard work. <laughs> Uh, when you start adding and adding and adding like we did. It was fun. I don't want to get it wrong. It's racing. Right. Digging ditches would be yes. work. Well, Push. I, don't, I don't know if people know this, but for the first part of my life, until I was about 35 years old, I moved furniture. Yeah. I unloaded trucks and wasn't so, fun. It, 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 it is what it is. And um, I just think that we're going to go see some races this year, huh, Kurt? Yes, I, I, and I saw more races this past season than I have in years because uh, we didn't have... You weren't all, committed. Well, we were... I was here monitoring all the live video broadcasts and right. making sure that all worked. So I wasn't able to get out to the racetrack as much, but I was able to get out quite a bit more this year than I have in a long time. All right, Kirk. Tomorrow, who's your guest? We're having Derek Kissinger on. From Flow Racing. Yeah, he'll and be good. Yeah, he was at the Gateway Dirt Nationals. So R- wrap up the Gateway we'll Dirt Nationals. Yeah. Is he at the PRI show too? He might be down there. So right. we'll talk to him about the world of dirt late model racing. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, good guy. And you may send us some people our way tomorrow as well. Right? I might. I might. I might can some interviews. There you go. I might can them tomorrow and play them on Friday. Play them on Friday. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, if not, you'll join us from the PRI show by phone or by Zoom if the Internet allows. Right. If if there's good enough Internet. Yeah, we'll do and, it. And uh, we'll look forward to that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to uh, Mostly Motorsports. It's all been brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Um, I want to thank Todd for coming in here and um, filling the spot that for uh, Austin, who um, – chose to go on and do his own thing and and todd we appreciate you doing it but no no problem man racing boys from beginning to end so right like i said i i appreciate all your lifer with us until i'm until i'm done working i'll probably just be here and then when i say i'm done working that's when it'll be done working <laughs> right, right you've been here so long todd i don't remember a time when you weren't yeah, here i remember the, the, todd has been with us longer than anybody yeah i remember coming into the studio that first day and taking off and, and pushing button and going on the old TriCaster, and we streamed. With Those the, were the good old days. And man. it was a lot lot different back it was then than it is right it? now. That's yeah, for sure. for sure. No, I appreciate all the good, kind words, man. Yeah, okay. 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, Kirk Elliott will be hosting um, Mostly Motorsports tomorrow and Friday. I'll be checking in from down at the PRI show. For Todd Surprise, for Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. It's been brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll see you tomorrow.